Everybody, welcome into another edition of the Daily Energy News Beat Stand Up here on this gorgeous Tuesday, October 10th, 2023. As always, I'm your humble correspondent, Michael Tanner, coming to you from an undisclosed location here in Dallas, Texas, joined by the executive producer of the show, the purveyor of the show, and the director and publisher of the world's greatest website, energynewsbeat.com, Stuart Turley. My man, how we doing today? It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, Mr. Tanner. How are you today? Ah, uh, it's I'm 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 doing good. It's 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 finally starting to cool down here in Texas, which is nice. So I got to wake up this morning and put a hoodie on. I felt like I was in the twilight zone. Yeah, uh, me too. In fact, uh, I've had my man cave uh, barn door open all day today. It's been actually wonderful getting calls done. Well, you're in Central Texas, so it, it takes a little bit for for Central Texas to cool down. But you still West. have an excellent show lined up for us. First up, we're gonna stick. With Israel, oil price, energy stock surge after attack on Israel. Here's what comes next. And then next article to follow that up. Investors look to oil prices, Israel-Hamas conflicts, risks, unnerving global markets. So as always, Stu will take a comprehensive look at what's going on um, in the Middle East and how that's affecting energy. Next up, this is out of the American Petroleum Institute study. Gulf of Mexico restrictions negatively impact U.S. oil and gas production according to the oil and gas lobbyists. So I'm glad they're uh, getting their job done. Um, Next up, OPEC boost dema- oil demand forecast uh, to 2045. Uh, the, the ball that keeps on rolling, Stu. This is the fence post that never stops moving. It's in a constant outward shift. Back, 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 as uh, um, Chris Berman would say. Back, 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 gone. A home run. So um, we'll cover everything that's going on with OPEC pushing back their oil demand their peak oil forecast. And then Stu's going to really toss it over to me. I'll quickly cover what's going on in the oil and gas markets. Uh, mainly, we saw prices up to about 86.30 as we uh, as we cover this. That's up over um, 4%, um, really off the back of, again, some of the stuff going on in Middle East. And again, really showing the weakness in the supply and demand underlying. And then uh, we'll kind of wrap it up with some musings from around um, the energy space still have not heard any word on Exxon's potential takeover or pioneer, but we did see some interesting Exxon news drop. I'll tight lightly touch on that <laughs> at the end. Looks looks like they blew it all on pioneer folks. I'll tell you that much. Oh my um, goodness. But before we do that, guys, again, as always, the news and analysis you are about to hear are brought to you by the world's greatest website, www.energynewsbeat.com, the best place for all of your energy news. I'm Stu and the team do a great job of curating that website, making sure it stays up to speed with everything you need to know about the oil and gas businesses. Like we say, you're on the tip of the spear if you follow us. Um, check us out. Also, dashboard.energynewsbeat.com. It's our news data combo. Please give us feedback there. The best way to support show is to go on YouTube right now and subscribe at Energy Newsbeat. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Um, I won't give you my 15-year-old YouTuber impression. Um, I'll spare that for another episode, but that's where you can, that's the best way to keep supporting the show. You can also listen to us, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Um, hit the description below, links to the articles, timestamps. You can get in contact with the show that way or email us questions at energynewsbeat.com. I'm going to Brett though, Stu, where do you want to begin? I'll tell you what, I want to give a shout out to Secretary uh, Yellen, because Treasury Secretary, because she listens to the show. 
you and I talked about just having down the uh, crackdown on evasion of Russian oil price cap as effectiveness wanes. <laughs> we were on that all along. And then she, there's an article that came out today. Oh, she didn't really say it, but she implied that she listens to us. Now she's she's a, a frequent listener to the show, so we appreciate um, you, Secretary Yellen, for reaching out to show. We'll, oh, you we'll, uh, that we'll sponsorship, take- the 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 official United States Treasury sponsorship that we signed last week. We haven't gotten that check yet, so uh, we'll oh, be yeah. reaching out. Our a, our AR department will be reaching out to you very. Oh quickly. yeah, and our middle name's not Ukraine or uh, I'm. It is uh, Ukraine. Israel. That's why we're worried about where our money is. We figured in it, cash quicker. Oh yeah. Okay, let's start off here, dude. Let's quit. Uh, you know, espousing. Oil prices and energy stocks surge after attack on Israel. Uh, Here's what comes next. This is a pretty uh, nice little article kind of following up from yesterday. Right out of the article, uh, U.S. listed energy stocks were set for a positive open. Among them were uh, ExxonMobil, up 3.9 in uh, trading. Uh, Chevron was up 3 ConocoPhillips uh, was gained uh, 4.4. Occidental was up 4.2. And uh, Michael, uh, a lot of the investment houses uh, around the U.S. were saying uh, even Halliburton was up uh, 6.1. Formerly Schumberger, boy, Schumberger. We're Uh, keeping that in the show. That's unbelievable. Schumberger for all you (laughs) folks listening. (laughs) I am such a dope. Uh, 4.3. That is Oklahoma State graduate, by the way. Yes, I was going to uh, say. Okay. Uh, these events uh, are really, here's where I want to just kind of give it a, a shout out to our show yesterday. Michael, yesterday on the show, we said that it was a 300% increase back uh, on the first Israeli uh, Yom Kippur war, $5 to $50. Right now, we don't see it going that way because it's a different market. Several different things are going on unless because of the uh, Secretary Yellen uh, out there saying about the Russian uh, crude going out, the Iranians sanctions don't work either. If Israel goes out and takes out the Iranian oil wells, you will see a huge spike. And there's two reasons for this. Yeah, I'll also be getting drafted if that happens. So let's hope that doesn't happen. Oh, it it, it doesn't. But on the uh, here's why there are two stories going out there as to why Iran allegedly uh, for our podcast listeners, I'm holding up the quotations allegedly uh, is not funding uh, Hamas by the six billion dollars that the Biden administration put in. I heard great things that it was uh, not great things that they did it, but the amount of oil that they've been selling to China, just like Russia at that $80 mark uh, above sanctions and outside of OPEC plus production quotas has, they think, $70 billion has been the revenue stream. So $70 billion funded the attack on a good portion of it instead of the $6 billion. Loved all that analysis. Here's uh, where I think it's going to really go on up. Does all that make sense, Michael? No, it, it makes sense. I thought you, you again, you find it interesting in the midst of an oil price shock. The stocks that are up more so are Marathon and Oxy and Conoco, which are more pure play EMP operators than you see Exxon. 
and Chevron only up 3.9 to three percentage points. So you can right. you can see where the the difference comes in. I think the the article that you have next, investors look to oil prices, Israel slash Hamas conflict, quote, unnerving global markets, points out that obviously oil prices are going to continue to rise. But I think what's going to exacerbate the commodities boom issue <laughs> is the fact that interest rates are about to spike. I mean, we've seen the odds for interest rates here at right. home to increase have basically doubled since this or not doubled. I think it's about a, have increased about 25 percent in, in the next Fed meeting. Um, after these results. So I personally still think that's going to be the biggest hit when it comes to Wall Street is the fact that now interest rates are going to continue to stay high in this commodity style boom in order to help hopefully curb inflation. I I would agree. And this article is outstanding from uh, Bloomberg. There are some very great quotes in there uh, in that article. Uh, It is, you know, the investors look to oil prices, Hamas, Israel, Hamas, I yeah, want to do a quick it. shout out. The photo you have in there, um, uh, rig I-35, that's actually a Zion oil and gas rig. That It's a little close to home. I, I, a good friend of mine at my day job, nice. he, he came over and uh, was working at Zion before this. And man, he uh, he was he did not have a great look on his face today. And, and it sounds I like there's so they, they, a lot of those people had to get evacuated. There's a lot of stuff going on over there. So uh, thoughts and prayers go out to everybody, specifically at Zion Oil and Gas. We know it's a tough day for you guys, but everybody over in Israel right now, especially the American man, is tough. Hey, uh, while you gave that shout out, I want to give a shout out to Elon Musk because on Twitter Spaces, I'll tell you what, that live features, uh, I was listening to some of the worldwide news around there, and I just want to let you know some of my sources to hear them live and to hear them talk about this war situation, talk about nuts that we're sitting there listening to all this and people are jumping in and saying, confirmed, not confirmed. Here's a rumor confirmed. This mosque was just taken down. Boom, boom, boom. Talk about real time news. Hats off to Elon for kicking this thing into high gear. All right. Yeah, absolutely. What's next Let's, here? Uh, API American Petroleum Institute, Gulf of Mexico, Restrictions negatively impact U.S. oil and gas production analysis shows. This is from their their API. The analysis was submitted to the National Marine Fisheries Service, NMFS, and uh, Energy Energio Alliance. Quote, unquote, energy production in the U.S. Gulf of Mexico is critical not only for meeting current and future energy demand, but also supporting conservation programs while driving state and local economies, helping the U.S. to meet our missions and reduction goals. Um, You know, said API Vice President of Upstream Policy, Holly Hopkins. She's class act. She uh, is out there right on the front of it. So if you want to take a look at Average oil and natural gas production is projected to decline under 2 million barrels a day, a 24% reduction between 2023 and 2040 because of regulatory and the issues that she's... Just in the Gulf of Mexico, by the way. And that's a gigantic chunk of what gets produced, dude. No, I get what you mean. No, I think it's it's an interesting research paper. I always do find it funny. You know, we, we, the API is going to go out and, you know, write a research article trying to tell us that um, new regulations of, are going to impact oil and gas production. Well, duh. I'm glad all our, our hard-earned money's going into to researching, in my opinion, an obvious fact that if you're going to restrict with oil wells declining, if you legislate through regulation, you're going to see declining oil wells. 
I do find it interesting, though. They do talk about specifically the jobs that are going to be cut. That's a drop oh. of 13 um, percent of the jobs it, uh, would be out. And that's specifically and when you look at these regulations. That's something that I think moves the needle when you talk about that's huge. The policymakers. Exactly. Because those thir- that 13 percent of the jobs are high paying jobs out of the goal. So I'm glad the API's on it. Let's what's next. OPEC boosts oil demand in that demand forecast to 2045. Michael, it is absolutely a hoot to see what's going on out there. We've been consistent that you're always going to need fossil fuels, period. You like your iPhone? Need the plastic. You need the stuff out of there. Fossil fuel or renewable energy and nuclear energy can get you only so far. You're still going to need a certain amount. Now, OPEC raised its forecast for global oil demand through the middle of the century. And uh, the EIA, which we know is a EU, uh, excuse me, a uh, UN lapdog. Uh, This is from the OPEC secretary. There has been pushback against the opinion that the world should see the back, uh, the back of fossil fuels as policies and targets and other energies falter due to costs and more nuanced understanding of the scale of the energy challenges. He really doesn't address that in there, but Michael, it's because physics and fiscal sustainability matter. I, I, I applaud them for saying that. Yeah, so there's a couple of things here. First, there are three things guaranteed in this life. Death taxes and Stuart Turley can't reading a title when it comes to energy newsbeat. The fourth thing that's coming in true here, though, is that we continually see this oil demand, peak oil demand getting pushed back. It was originally in the mid-2020s. Now it's 2030. It was then 2035. Now it's 2045. How much you want to bet this time next year, we're looking at 2050 when it comes to peak oil demand. Now, the interesting part is going back to the API. Of course, OPEC is going to say peak oil is farther out because they have an interest in saying that. But I do think that when talking about when peak oil will happen, you have to realize where do they represent where do they represent this coming from? A lot of it is transportation, petrochemicals, and aviation. They say are going to be driving all the growth. They also say that India is expected to double its consumption from six million barrels a day all the way to twelve million barrels a day, followed with China only about a twenty six percent gain with about four million a day. So China and uh, um, India, India are where the majority of that expansion will come from. Um, and guess, again, guess where they're buying their oil? Russia. And Iran. Yeah. Oh, fun. So that goes fun. back to my other articles. <laughs> fun. <laughs> Just thought I'd share that. You know, most of the world's uh, oil is going to go to pay for Hamas. Yeah. We don't want Just that, I, do we? Uh, that goes back to the Israelis. I'm not trying to hone in on you, but they're all, all these stories are related. Yeah. No, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, and I'm we're not from Arkansas. No, um, thank goodness. Thank goodness. Um, we are from Oklahoma <laughs> State, though. All right, you got anything else, Stu? Oh, no. Our prayers go out to everybody over there. This is just a sad day. Yeah, no, really sad day. Um, well, we'll kick it over to uh, uh, the finance segment here, guys. Um, not much going on in, in, in the global markets that don't really involve the, the fallout from Israel and uh, the Israel, Israeli terrorist attacks. Stocks were actually up about six tenths of a percentage point. NASDAQ traded up about half a percentage point, mainly because we saw U.S. bonds fall by, the, uh, by about a quarter of a percentage point. That's the front 30-year yield. 10-year yield, Stu, was down 3.47%. So my money market account strategy has been taking a hit today. 
I was getting five, six, seven and a half percent um, in my money market accountant. And, and now um, days of that is all over. So thank you, Hamas. Um, but I think really what you're going to see, Stu, is the fallout um, from this 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 Iran-led terrorist attack is most likely, again, going to be um, in the commodities market. We saw natural gas did get up above $340 today, settled at $3.37. You know, oil prices started again yesterday, trading at about 81, uh, 82.79, opened all the way above $84, currently sitting 86.42. You know, the, the, the macro drop behind this stew really just has to focus that as we talk about. Everyone's going to compare this as we talked about yesterday to the Yom Kippur war. Do I think we're going to see a huge fluctuation from five to $50 like jumps as we will? No, I don't think we'll see that. I do think though, this could be the catalyst that will begin to have the fundamental shift to the point where we could see $120 oil, $150 oil. Now, do I think that's possible? Do I think it's going to be sustained? No, but I do think we're in for a long sustained period of oil prices being above 85 and and most likely above 90. Brent currently sitting at 88.62. Not much else happens, Stu. I'd be remiss if I didn't say that that ExxonMobil had a little bit of a a situation this morning. Their head of shale uh, got arrested um, for some not so fun stuff. They were. This is according to Bloomberg. ExxonMobil's corporate head of shale um, remained in a Texas jail Sunday after he was arrested for sexual assault at a hotel bar near Houston last week. His name is David Scott. He's a senior vice president of their upstream shale division. He was arrested at, get this, to a La Quinta Inn and Suites. Blew it all on the Pioneer deal, I guess, man. Woo! Yeah, La wow. Quinta Inn and Suites. That's where, so that's where we have to get, that's where we book your hotels. No, uh, that's a, a lot bigger upgrade. I'm going to the uh, Midland, International Midland Permian Basin show next week. And then I'm going to be there again to interview with all of the uh, American Oil, uh, Oil and Gas Association people the following week. So... No, I'd like to stay at the La Quinta. <laughs> yeah, we got you at the Motel 6 right now. So um, just for all you um, people wanting to work at Exxon, Joe, when you get to that coveted senior vice president of Exxon upstream, you book yourself at La Quinta in, baby. That's what it all comes down for. And don't uh, go to the Christmas party. Yeah, this guy ain't going to be going to any more Christmas parties. Trust me. <laughs> this guy's going to. This guy's gonna be on the bread line. Sounds this guy gonna be at the bread line. This guy's probably uh he's made his last shale deal. I'll tell you that much. You got anything else for today, Stu? Oh no, it's just uh there is so much going on the news desk, dude, and it's all related. Everything it's energy, it's not just oil and gas. Yep, absolutely. So with that, guys, we appreciate you checking us out. I'm here on this Tuesday for Stuart Turley. I'm Michael Tanner. We'll be back in action tomorrow. See you folks.